0: What's up everybody and welcome to episode 21 of Sports Talk Buffalo. This offseason the Buffalo Sabres are going to need to make some big time trades in order to get themselves back into the playoff picture. With that being the case, I thought it would be a fun idea to check out some of the best and worst trades in Buffalo Sabres history. So if you're ready, let's jump into the episode. Before we jump into this week's show, I just want to take a time out to say thank you to everyone who has continuously listened to me week after week since the beginning of this podcast. We have grown slowly but surely, and for that, I thank you. Now let's keep the ball rolling and this podcast growing by you sharing me with your friends and family, your coworkers, or just anybody that you know that likes to listen to sports talk about Buffalo. Let them know you can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. They can also follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Buffalo 716. Again, thank you for all the support. Now let's jump right into the episode. All right, let's start out today's show with some top stories from around sports. In the NBA, the Toronto Raptors have won the NBA final against the Golden State Warriors, claiming their first title in franchise history. Also in the NBA, a blockbuster trade just shortly after the finals ended. The New Orleans Pelicans traded away Anthony Davis to the LA Lakers for a King's Ransom. They received Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including this year's fourth overall pick. That is an incredible trade and signifies the fact that the LA Lakers are in win-now mode. On to the NHL, the St. Louis Blues defeat the Boston Bruins in a fantastic Game 7 at TD Garden to capture their first Stanley Cup in franchise's 52-year history. Also in the NHL, the Islanders re-signed forward Jordan Eberle to a five-year deal worth $27.5 million or 5.5 annually. Eberle had 19 goals and 18 assists this past season. Also in the NHL, the Washington Capitals trade Matt Niskanen to the Philadelphia Flyers in exchange for Ratko Gudis. This provides some cap relief for the Capitals, who use some of that cap space to re-sign forward Carl Hagelin to a four-year $11 million deal. And finally, in the NHL, the Chicago Blackhawks have acquired defenseman Ole Mata from the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for forward Dominic Cahun and a fifth round pick in this year's draft. This also frees up some cap space for the Pittsburgh Penguins as they will have a few guys to re-sign here in the offseason. That's going to do it for top stories in this episode. Stick around as in the next segment we're going to talk a little bit about some of the best and worst trades in Buffalo Sabres history. Alright everyone, welcome to episode number 21. With all the talk about the Buffalo Sabres potentially being trade partners for quite a few teams in this offseason, I thought it would be kind of fun to go through some of the best and worst trades that the Buffalo Sabres have had in the history of the franchise. Now of course this is not going to be a complete list of best and worst. This is going to just be some of the best and worst that I have found over the course of the franchise's history. We're going to start out on a sour note so that we can finish on a good note in this one. We're going to start out with the worst trades, some of the worst trades in my opinion, in franchise history. We're going to start out with Dominic Hashick. Now shortly after the Sabres made it to the Stanley Cup final in 1999, of course I'm still going to say that it was no goal. Brett Hall's foot was clearly in the crease That is the one and only time I will agree with replays, and of course the NHL comes back to us and changes the rule the very next season to show that they were wrong and they basically ripped Buffalo off for a potential Stanley Cup. But I'm not salty or anything like that. Anyway... Not long after that, the Buffalo Sabres decided that they wanted to move on from arguably the best goaltender in NHL history, and you would think that with somebody of Hashek's, uh resume that you would be able to get a King's ransom for him. Unfortunately, the Buffalo Sabres got next to nothing for him, and here is what the deal was. The Buffalo Sabres traded Dominic Hasek to the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for Yav Kozlov. Sorry, I said that horribly. For Kozlov, a first-round pick in 2002, which turned out to be Jim Slater, who never played a game for the Buffalo Sabres, and a 2003 conditional pick, which was not exercised. So basically, it means that the Buffalo Sabres got nothing in that trade. Uh, Kozlov played just one season for the Buffalo Sabres, Got played 38 games, had nine goals, 13 assists for 22 points. He was later traded for a second and third round picks, neither of which were anything noteworthy. So again, the Buffalo Sabres, in exchange for arguably the greatest goaltender of all time in the NHL, got nothing. They got 22 points. Out of that whole thing. Now, Hasek went on to win the Stanley Cup, of course, with the Detroit Red Wings as, uh, in 2002. Uh, he, in that series, he recorded six postseason shutouts, which is an NHL record. Hashik then, after that, did retire. And then he came back, and of course, he won another Stanley Cup in 2008. Moving on to another bad trade, this one is fairly recent, and this one is going to sting a little bit as this season just passed. It is, of course, Ryan O'Reilly. The trade for Ryan O'Reilly happened last year after Ryan O'Reilly had said that he lost the love of the game playing in Buffalo. Many think that he orchestrated his own exit from the Sabres, and a lot of people felt like it was something that needed to be done. Now, I wasn't mad that O'Reilly got traded. I think I was more mad that they got a whole lot of nothing back in return for him. Now, they traded O'Reilly for to the St. Louis Blues for Patrick Berglund, Vladimir Sabotka, Tage Thompson, a first-round pick, which turned out to be 31st overall, and a second-round pick in 2021. Now, of course, the first round pick and the second round pick and Tage Thompson could potentially turn out to be uh, very big pieces for the Buffalo Sabres down the road. Of course, the Sabres could, this could change and not be one of the worst trades in Sabres history in the future, but as it looks right now, it is a horrid trade for the Sabres. As O'Reilly posted his best season yet in the NHL, he had 77 points in this past season and and to follow that up in the playoffs in 26 games O'Reilly had 8 goals 15 assists for 23 points and to add a little bit more insult to injury a little bit of you know twisted knife and add some more salt in the wound O'Reilly won the Conn Smythe Trophy as the playoff MVP Now again like I said in Buffalo it, When the trade came out, it didn't look as bad as it did as the season progressed. Now, Patrick Berglund had a very, very good career in St. Louis, but when he came to Buffalo, he did next to nothing, and then he decided to leave the NHL altogether. Vladimir Saboka, I don't even really want to talk about. I don't think he should be in the NHL period. Now, Tage Thompson, he at one point showed flashes of the, the things that he could do and why the Sabres... Wanted him in the package to go along with some of the other things. Thompson is a big guy, but he is a perimeter player. He didn't really... He wasn't ready for the NHL. I said it at the beginning of the year that he needed to be in the AHL. And, of course, when they sent him down, he started to produce and produce at a very high level in the AHL. Now, this year, uh, the Sabres have a second first-round pick, and it is, unfortunately, pick number 31. It was looking like they could potentially get a... A higher first round pick as St. Louis was in last place overall, I believe, in the beginning of January and then went on that unbelievable run to eventually becoming the Stanley Cup champions. Again, salt in the wound for the Buffalo Sabres as they're now looking for a second line center and in major need of a second line center who they just traded away last season in Ryan O'Reilly. Now, obviously, I'm not old enough to really remember this, but probably the worst trade in Sabres history, of course, this is one of the worst, Ray Shepard. Ray Shepard was traded for cash and future considerations from the Buffalo Sabres. Now, Shepard had two good seasons in Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, posting 20 goal seasons, I believe in both seasons for the Sabres, before his third season becoming injured and playing just 18 games. Now, after the Sabres traded him, he went on to post 24 goals in the following season and then went on to post five straight 30 goal seasons. In that, in those seasons, he posted a 50 goal season. This is arguably one of the worst trades in Sabres history, and this is why. The cash that the Sabres got was one dollar. I'll say that again. The cash that the Sabres got in exchange for Ray Shepard, a 30-goal score and a 50-goal score in one season, one single U.S. dollar. The future considerations, nothing happened. The Sabres did not exercise any of their future considerations. So they essentially got $1 for a 30-goal scorer who went on to have a very good career in the NHL. My gosh, what a blunder by the GM of the Buffalo Sabres, the then-GM of the Buffalo Sabres. That is potentially the worst pick or the worst trade, I'm sorry, that the Sabres have ever had. Now stick around in the next segment. I'm going to go over some of the best trades that the Sabres have ever had in their history. Okay, now that we've done segment number one and some of the worst trades in Sabres history, to put you a little down... We're going to pick you right back up with some of the best trades that the Sabres have ever had. Of course, again, this is not a complete list. There are some, there are also some honorable mentions that I would like to throw in there, but we're going to kick it off with this player right here. Now of course that wasn't the only memorable call from Rick Genert on Daniel Briere. Here's another one. Safers break it up, and away goes Dex with Briere. Post and Briere, the post to Briere! Briere steps, shoots let's go! <laughs> the cookie monsters kick it in! Top shelf! As you all know, this has got to be one of the most lopsided trades. Maybe not in just Buffalo Sabres history, but in NHL history, at least in terms of impact for one team. Now, Daniel Breer only played with the Buffalo Sabres for four years, having amassed 225 games. And in those games, 92 goals, 138 assists for 230 points including a year in which Daniel Breer had 95 points in the 06-07 year. Of course, that was the year that the Sabres lost in the Eastern Conference Finals. I believe it was to the Ottawa Senators, but that does not diminish the impact that Breer had. Of course, the year before that, he led them to the Eastern Conference Finals also, where they lost to the eventual Stanley Cup champions. The Carolina Hurricanes in seven games. Now, the trade was uh, the Sabres acquired Daniel Breer and a third round pick in exchange for forward Chris Grattan and a fourth. Not only did the Buffalo Sabres get Daniel Breer in exchange for Chris Grattan, but they also got a third in exchange for a fourth. My goodness. What an absolutely unbelievable trade by Darcy Regeer in this one. I go back and I still can't believe that the uh, Arizona, I believe it was the Phoenix Coyotes at the time. It's not the Arizona Coyotes, but I can't believe that they went ahead and made that trade. Great, great, great trade for the Buffalo Sabres. Breyer will live in Buffalo folklore and in history forever as being probably one of the most memorable players for the Buffalo Sabres, even though he only spent, like I said, four years in Buffalo. Uh, It was also a big blunder by the GM by not going out and re-signing Daniel Breer, who has gone on record, and I believe, and said that he would like to finish his career in Buffalo. That, unfortunately, didn't happen, and Breer moved on to Philadelphia. The next player on this list is a name that all Buffalo Sabres fans should know, irregardless of how old you are. It is Rene Robert. The Sabres traded Eddie Schack to the Pittsburgh Penguins in exchange for Rene Robert. Now, Robert spent seven full seasons with the Buffalo Sabres, and of course, he was part of the greatest line in Buffalo Sabres history, The French Connection, of course, their statue is erected outside of the Sabres Arena downtown. I can't believe that the Sabres got Rene Robert for Eddie Shack. Robert went on to play a little bit more than seven seasons with the Buffalo Sabres, and in his time in Buffalo, played in 524 games, amassing 222 goals. 330 assists for 552 points. My goodness. Robert also played in the infamous fog game and scored the overtime winner, leading to this call from Rick Jenneret. Around it comes to Rick Martin, up ahead for Perro. Perro coming to center, dumps it off the boards in the corner. Robert going out it, he scores! Now, before we get into potentially the greatest trade in Sabres history, I wanted to share a few of the honorable mentions, at least in my opinion. Of course, I think that now that he's signed, Jeff Skin- the Jeff Skinner trade should be up on this list as he is traded for Cliff Pooh, a second, a third, and a sixth, and the Sabres get their first 40 goal scorer since Thomas Vanek in 08. 08- and 09. And of course, he's going to be with the Sabres for the next eight years. Another honorable mention for the Sabres is Paul Gostad. Gostad was traded in 2012 for a first round pick. My goodness, what a fantastic job that Darcy Regeer did on that trade to get a first round pick for Paul Gostad. And another one that could potentially be on the, some of the best trades for the Buffalo Sabres on the, on the top list there. An honorable mention is the Miro Chetan trade. Now, Miroslav Shatan was traded to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Craig Miller and Barry Moore. Both Moore and Miller had very difficult times, uh, being able to stay in the NHL, uh, for their respective teams in their careers. And of course, Miroslav Shatan is Arguably one of the better uh, offensive players that the Sabres have ever had. shatan being an absolutely unbelievable goal scorer in an era in which the clutch and grab was at its highest and the goals were at their lowest. Chatan still able to put up uh, a massive amount of goals, including, I believe, at least one or two 40-goal seasons. My goodness, what a trade. The Sabres have definitely had some very good trades in their history. But this one is potentially the best trade ever. I'm going to let Rick Generet lead us in. Down with a plays it again. No, oh, brother, we are not worthy. Fired in over the line to Younger trying to cut it on goal. Oh, cash. Oh, what an unbelievable save. As Jager cut to the front of the net, Dominic Hashik tried to stick check him, missed him, and just threw his pads out and made an incredible save. Yurei drops it off to Lume again. Lume, ready the go, please. Oh! Hashik just robbed Yurei. Yurei throws his arms up, he cannot believe it! Dominic Hashik robbed him, fly! Of course, everyone probably knew this one was coming. Dominic Hasek, who was arguably the best goaltender in NHL history, is traded from the Chicago Blackhawks to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for Steven Beauregard and a fourth-round pick in 1993. This has got to be one of the biggest steals in the history of the NHL, as Hashik went on to win six Vesna trophies, which is the best goaltender in the NHL for that year. He also won back-to-back heart trophies, which is the MVP of the entire league. And he is the only goaltender in the history of the NHL to win back-to-back heart trophies. And he was a he was also a five-time All-Star. And he led the league in save percentage for six straight seasons. My goodness, what a steal. And of course, we got to listen to RJ make plenty of calls on the unbelievable and unorthodox saves that Dominic Hasek would make such as these. I don't think you can really argue that this is the best trade in Buffalo Sabres history and arguably the best trade in NHL history. On that note, I would like to say thank you guys for listening to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Go ahead and tell your friends and family that they can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Buffalo 716 and that they can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, right here on Anchor. Once again, thank you for listening. You guys have a good week.